Shut up and sit down. Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. I'm here, the only host today. The other business bro doesn't usually come on the Zoom calls because we get lag and stuff. So it's just Hernancias here. Uh, Ladies and gents, before we get started, I want to remind everybody, thank you very much for the shoe drive. We've met and exceeded our goal of 365 pairs of shoes. But if you still got any new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. He's also the insurance guy. So if you need help with any of your insurance needs or you want to add insurance into your particular business, we can do that for you, help you you get that squared away. Just hit James up again, 619-884-0045 or uh, james at csfirst.com. All right, all the stuff out the way. You ready? All right, today I got a guest all the way from Connecticut. Unless you're listening to him in Connecticut, then it's right next door. But uh, Justin Hanover is on the show today, and we're going to talk a little bit about getting your mindset ready, making things happen. He's got a great story to tell me, so I'm going to just kick it off. Justin, tell me a little bit about your background and, and what it is that you're up to these days. Yeah, absolutely. First, I'm really appreciative of being on the episode and and, uh, be able to connect with your audience and yourself as well. Um, But uh, so, yeah, a little background on me. I've been in business um, a little over 10 years now. I started out in the uh, the fitness industry, uh, built up a business to do over 500,000 and decided through that process, I need, I wanted to connect with people in a different way and coach people in a different way and also live a different way. Um, so I actually walked away, I closed that business. And since I've been uh, coaching young, like newer entrepreneurs on setting up their business properly, but more importantly, making sure that they're building a life um, because that's something that I made the mistake on. And I want to make sure that others don't. Uh, so it's business is a connection of yourself personally. So if you're not personally working on yourself and developing different areas of your life, your health, your mindset, your relationships, uh, you can have a successful business, but still be unfulfilled in your life. And that's what I want to make sure that doesn't happen. hundred percent, hundred percent. I want to know a little bit more, uh, some juicy details into your story. Like for example, um, the very first business I ever started, I started because we needed to, right? My brother and I started a computer company cause he got fired from his other job, but we had a mortgage to pay. So, you know, we got to make things happen. So we would pass off flyers to get this company off and rolling and it did really well. But as soon as his girlfriend broke his heart, he joined the Navy and bounced. I was left with this company I didn't really know anything about and I had to shut it down. I went broke shutting it down, right? And so understanding that struggle that, you know, young entrepreneurs who have no clue, like I didn't know anything about taxes, employment taxes, you know, corporate, corporate stuff. I didn't know anything about personally signing for stuff versus having my corporation sign for stuff. I was all rookie at the beginning, right? But it allows me, it allows me to kind of connect with our audience and say, look, I was at this point and now I'm here. So what, what struggles did you come through uh, or come across when you had the, uh, when you, when you started the, the gym company? 
Um, well, first of all, I mean, I started that at 19 years old uh, with maybe not even $2,000 in my bank account. So it was extremely bootstrapped and, uh, and just a lot of drive and passion behind it. And in the early stage, I mean, it was literally just hustling and grinding in the beginning. Mm-hmm. There was no uh, elaborate uh, marketing or anything like that, like that. But as I was able to get some traction, I mean, I, we definitely went through growing phases and I was like a pivotal moment that kind of forced me to start changing how I think about things. Uh, it was maybe like three years into the business and uh, it was like early spring and I lost all of a sudden, it like just hit me at once. I lost over a third of my members in about a month and it was a massive uh, financial hit and like a blow to the ego and like everything. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You were riding high until that point, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like knocks you down. It's a very like, humbling. And at a point where I was like, I don't know. I'm talking to my wife. I, I don't know if this is something to continue with. If I should push forward with this. How, how did you lose a third of your a third of your clientele? Like, I mean, I mean, well, everybody goes through different things. I mean, you know, you have economy issues back in 2007, yeah. 2008, 2009. So, like, what what do you what do you think was the attributing factor to that to that? mega loss it was it just like a perfect storm um it was no one reason and it it, people moving injuries um people having babies i mean it was just a combination of and it all just like hit and then it also did show me a lot of weaknesses that i had uh in the business that i wasn't paying attention to and i wasn't even aware of Mm -hmm. so that's what like that moment is when i like switched and I was like, okay, I need to change things. I don't know all the answers and I need to start surrounding myself with people that know more than me. Uh, that's when I reached out for my first business coach and started reading more. Like my first book I read was Thinking Grow Rich. Like it was, it was, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And that moment is when I started making bigger leaps forward. But if I, if that didn't happen, obviously I, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have snapped me out of what I, the way I was. Let, let me ask you kind of a personal question. How, how were your grades in high school? Uh, I was the average. I mean, I, I wasn't exceptional in high school. I didn't really care to be there. Um, I wasn't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a student, like in that sense. I'm, I'm not a academic. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I kind of guessed it when you said, I, you know, I, I finally read a first book because it, it, you know, yeah. for me, for me, it was kind of the opposite. Like school clicked for me. I, I, I realized real quick, okay, if I sit down and I listen to the teacher, then I take a test. They're going to, it's going to be on whatever the teacher was talking about. So for me, it clicked. It was easy, but I still went through high school without reading a single book. It wasn't until like I wanted to change my own life that I decided to pick up a book of choice. And that was for me, it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I did. I I have read uh, Napoleon Hill's book too, but for me, it was that one that kind of opened my eyes to this whole other world of, holy shit, I can actually learn something that I want to learn versus the way I was taught to learn in school. Exactly. So like... So, so you became a student at that point, right? So now you, now you, you've, you've hit your face in the dirt, right? You've, you've gone through some ups and downs. You've had the high life. Now you got knocked down on your knees a little bit. You've had a humbling experience. You decided to educate yourself. Then what happens? Uh, well, I, that's when I started making like massive changes personally and seeing it affect my business. Then I was able to make changes. I was looking at things differently, I, I, it forced me to focus more on client experience uh, that I wasn't really paying attention to and retention systems that I wasn't paying attention to. I, I like created this whole, you know, like, like in the martial arts, like you have like this belt system, mm-hmm. you know, how they move up. 
I basically created something mimicking that for my fitness business and allowed people to like, they had like ratings and like they would move up in their ranks. Uh, so it was all just to retain them and keep them excited about what they're doing. Yeah, smart. Huge. Like, it, it, that allowed me to propel forward uh, and eventually getting to the point where we have a 6,000 square foot facility. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that, that kind of reminds me of like uh, um, CrossFit or, or Orange Theory Fitness. They have the same kind of MO. Yep. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it's different type of style, but the same exact thing. It's just, it ties them to what they're doing more so than just showing up to do a workout. They buy in, right? They buy in, they feel like they have some accountability. They want to come back to beat their previous score to improve whatever it is they're doing. So you got them engaged, right? That was awesome. That's a great move. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was like literally like the first thing I did after all that happened. Uh, and then it just, I kind of started, like I said, it just starts building from there. That was just like the, the pivotal moment. When did you decide you wanted to uh, get out of that industry and, and kind of change routes? What, what was, what was that decision? How did, had that decision come to light? Um, it was definitely a lot of talks with my wife and like she's been, she's in the business as well. And we just kept having these feelings like we know, like one, like it wasn't aligning with how we went on there. Like running a gym, I mean, it's, it's long hours. You're, you're working early mornings, late nights, weekends, holidays. Uh, it's, it's not like very glamorous lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it kind of wears on you after a while. And that's definitely a, one big contributor is it just wasn't allowing us to live the lifestyle that we wanted to live. Because I mean, this is a, this is a people, very relationship building business. And you, you can only step away so much uh, without it affecting your business, obviously. Mm-hmm. And this past two years ago, we lost two of our key people in like a matter of a month, like team members. So that like kind of put a hit on us and it, it, they build relationship with clients or clients leave. I mean, it's just, um, and I was, I got kind of tired of like running a business like that, that was built around like my lifestyle and my success was built around other people so much. Uh, so that's where like, okay, like, I knew I needed to make a pivot and a change with what, how we're running a business and what type of business we're in, how it's structured really. And I, I think that was like the biggest contributor um, was that a combination of just not the lifestyle that we wanted. And like, you know, like we just kept having this feeling like we just, we're just not where we belong. We're just not where we belong. Mm-hmm. And we have a bigger impact on what we can do than just this local area and that's kind of like our purpose like that's our, what we're focusing on is making a bigger impact well beyond just our, our geographical area right now so tell me um how did you, how did you like physically make that transition um did you end up selling the business first and then using you know the pro- profits to to kind of fund your new project or did you guys like just de- just decided you know we're closing down walking away how did you make that transition um, that was, it was a, that was a grueling 10 months <laughs> to come up with that decision, uh, going back and forth many times between selling to just walking away from it, to just offering it to somebody. I mean, it was just a, a lot of, it was a very stressful period to trying to like really nail down, like what is the best avenue for us to go? And we did initially push like the, the selling route. And the problem with that is, especially with this type of business, they're, they're, they're not easy businesses to sell because they are so wrapped around relationships and you can't really sell relationships. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did build it up to the point where we, I, we had like a team of seven and 
uh, there definitely was value there. We had, we had it appraised, you know, we had a broker look at and everything and we could have easily sold it for like 400,000 um, around that range. And the problem was, was he's like, okay, well, I can do this, but it's going to take like a year to year and a half to make this happen. And my heart and head are not in it. Uh, and, and I know that that would have been a slow death in uh, a very bad way to go, you know, because once you're not in it, like, it's just, you can't keep doing that. Yeah. You were already running on fumes at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. And it, it was getting more clear to like our members and our team and everyone that something was up. So I was like, no, I, that's just not a possibility. And we even approached like one of our team members, um, possibly offering it to him. And, uh, that didn't end up working out. Uh, so it just came down to like, Hey, we started this, we're ending it. Um, so we, we just closed it. We actually didn't, we, we closed the actual physical location. What we actually did is just transition our business models online now. Mm. Um, so we have a member portal, um, where it has like the fitness aspect, nutrition, mindset, coaching. Um, so, uh, food, it's like a one-stop shop, like membership, um, site, uh, in that we're actually, we actually target more like business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, like people who value their time and don't want to necessarily worry about fitting in another place to go to, uh, yeah. to get it. So, so the business actually still technically still exists. We just moved it to an online platform that better fits the type of lifestyle and, and the business model that we want. That's, that's huge. Like that, that story of, you know, where you were, I mean, think about it. Like the advice you would give to your 19 year old self when you're first getting started, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're all about the passion of what you were doing and realize, you know what? Other people want to do this too. I, I should probably charge people to do this with me. And to where you are today, where now it's, you know, you've developed a, a system in place. You know what customers are looking for. You know what, uh, you, know, you know how to simplify it in the sense so that they get what they're looking for in the easiest way possible um, in the platform that makes the most sense for not only the customer, but your particular lifestyle. So you've taken all these different paths uh, in, in your journey. And now you're, you're able to essentially talk to other 19 year old kids who are, you know, in the early stages of this entrepreneur, uh, step. I mean, not necessarily 19 year old, just anybody who's just getting started. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anybody, any, any newer entrepreneur. Yeah. So tell me like, uh, what, what is it that, uh, what, what's your ideal client look like and what are you, what are you helping them do? Um, well, basically, I mean, helping them become a high performer. I mean, that's like my biggest goal. Uh, I'm not just like a, like a business coach. That's like, Oh, here's my systems, follow this and you'll be successful. That's not what I'm pushing. Uh, I am helping them in that area, but my biggest concern is them as an individual, making sure that like their relationship health is good. Their the mindset health is good. Their physical health is good. Uh, because ultimately you'll be the biggest bottleneck in your business if any of those areas are causing problems. Because like I said earlier, the business is an extension of you. Mm-hmm. So you're like waking up every day having fights with your wife and then going into your business. Like how do you think your day is going to go? I mean, like it's just not going to be a productive day. You're not going to be at your, your highest, potentially highest self and your best thinking. So that's where it's like a combination of like, um, personal development coaching, personal training coaching, and, and business coaching. 
you know, because I think it's all intertwined. Like if you truly want to be a high performer, you can't just focus on one or the other. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it has to be integrated. You know, like your, your personal and business life need to be like one. Oh, I totally agree. You, even, even on the health side, I mean, you, you want any entrepreneur is going to work, you know, those 80 hour work weeks. I mean, it's just that time that you're going to yeah. put in. So you got to have the energy to be able to do that. And you're not going to have the energy to be able to do that. If you're not eating right or not working out, you got to fit those into your schedule. You got to get your body trained to have the endurance to put in the effort and the time that you want to. Otherwise you're going to get to that, you know, seven hour in the day. I mean, everybody's had that feeling you sitting in the office and you're looking at the clock and you're like, damn, you know, it's only two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, but you're drained. Right. And, and you haven't really done much. You've been sitting in the chair the whole time, but you got to get yourself so that you have that energy to push through that time. Make sure you drink enough water because it's usually the case, right? You're dehydrated. <laughs> but, but just so that you are able to even start that process of getting in the right mindset, right? Cause that mindset is, is, is crucial for a lot of people. You start thinking like, man, I can't wait till I go home. Can't wait till I go home. And it's, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, from three to whenever you actually do go home, those productive hours are gone because you're not thinking about what you need to do. You're thinking about leaving. Yeah, so absolutely. it's just a waste. It's just a waste. So tell me a little bit about, you know, setting people up with, with mindset, what types of activities or examples or, or give me a little, a little story on that, on that whole mindset thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the individual and what they're particularly struggling with. But uh, usually it's addressing different things between like limiting beliefs uh, and being able to uncover what limiting beliefs they have uh, from their past and like what's going on in their internal scripts. Because obviously your conscious is so powerful, it controls like, your reality, basically. So for someone that so like, like obviously starting in business, but they have an issue with money and and like they think like sales is sleazy because of an, like an, an altercation they had like earlier on in their life or something that's obviously going to constantly becoming a bottleneck for that. I mean, it's going to, it's going to throttle their business and they're not going to be able to move forward. Uh, so we have to be able to address those particular issues. Um, but first and foremost, when I start working with somebody, it's about gaining clarity. I want to like, help them experience clarity in, in their business and their personal life. Like where do they want to be? Where do they want to be five, 10 years from now? How do they want to be living? You know, that's the most important thing. Cause when you have that clarity, that's like your true North and it helps you with making decisions. It helps me with helping them make decisions. It helps mm -hmm. me with making sure they stay on track and, and also helping themselves stay on track because they know what the path, like they know where their end goal is and what they're working towards. And that's what I find a lot of like new entrepreneurs, they really struggle with having that clear vision. They're just jumping in like, okay, let me just go and grow this business without really any care or thought to, where they're actually going and why. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that time and time again. The number one target is always, you know, I need to make X amount of dollars per month or per year or whatever it is. But um, I mean, your example was classic in why that isn't a, a it, it, yes, it has to be a goal. It has to be a metric, of course, but it can't be the driving factor because you had your business already set in motion. It was making money. It was putting food on the table but you were running on fumes, man. Like you got to a point where you didn't want to wake up and do that every day. So you had to change your North star. Where, what is it that you wanted? What was the actual priority factor? It was no longer the actual dollar. Yeah, the dollar is important. You're going to keep doing something, but you had to change your own personal mindset to figure out, okay, what, what is my true North? What is it that makes me happy? The, the wife and I, the kids, whatever it is, like, what is it that I need to attain to have the life that I want? And then reverse engineer from there. 
Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people are sold on this idea. And like, I know I was that like, oh, okay, you reach this level of success. Your life will just fall into place. Then like you'll have time then to, to focus on your health. You'll have time to focus on your relationships. You'll have time to go on vacation. And that's just not the truth. It doesn't happen. More problems come up, more demands come up. Your time's more demanded. I mean, you just never reach this point where it's like this utopia and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm good now. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people are sold on. Like, oh, if I, I break up six figures, I'll be good. If I break seven figures, I'll be good. I'll be happy. And it's like, no, that that's that is irrelevant. That's not going to matter. Well, and it, it's partially, I think, because we we do it to ourselves, really, right? We we get into this idea where I'm going to build a business, so I don't have to go get a job. I, I you know, I, nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to have freedom to to do what I want to do and make as much money as I want. But we we fall into this trap where. We end up leaving a job and creating our own. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, and it's worse because there's nobody else to help you. You're actually doing everything. So you're now you stop working 40 hours, you're working 80 hours, and you're roughly making about the same thing after you take home, but you have additional stress. And so we get caught up in this, in my opinion, most people get caught up in this thing where now this is a double blow to your ego, right? You left the the job space and you said you told everybody in your circle that. I'm going to go do my own thing. And so you went off and did your own thing and now you build your own thing, but now you got to, you're, you're not happy there again. And, and there's a lot of people who get stuck there because they're afraid to go to the circle and say, yeah, I was wrong. Or, you know, I didn't like to do this change or, and so they make it where they've accepted that this is their life and they hate getting up every day and they hate doing what they're doing, but they're not looking for the, they're not understanding that, that, they're on the right track. They just might need a little bit of help readjusting their vision, maybe readjusting some clarity so that we can turn what they initially wanted into what they actually want to get to, to that point where it's a true business and not something that you're self-employed in. Yeah, exactly. And that's all it is. It's just making some tweaks or, or, or different adjustments to, cause I mean, everybody like, has this picture in their mind of like what their perfect day is or like how they want to be and like how they want to, I mean, like you, you think about those things mm-hmm. and the problem is that's all it is. It's just, it's not usually never more than just a thought. They never actually apply it to, to like action and, and making it a reality. It's just like, Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but they never actually do anything to change their situation to make sure that it, that could be a possibility or that could become a reality. Yeah. And, and you got such great parallel when it comes to like in, in the physical fitness world where, you know, there's, there's people all the time. They're like, man, I wish I was in better shape or man, I wish I could lose, you know, a few pounds or man, I, if I would have just, you know, stopped eating all that stuff, I wouldn't have had, you know, heart disease, diabetes, whatever you name it. Um, but they don't, even then, like you really don't understand what is what is driving you to make those choices? Like, like the benefits we had, a, we had a lady on the podcast yesterday, Barbara, and she was telling us, you know, she was asking us questions on, on, uh, on personal development type stuff. And we we're, you know, she said something like, you know, what are the benefits to whatever the situation was? Like, what are the benefits to you being overweight? For example, well, you know, right off the bat, you're thinking, well, I don't have any benefits. No, there's benefits. There's a reason why you're the way you are. You've chosen this life path. You've chosen to not get up and go to the gym, to continue to drink that soda, to, you know, eat the food that you're not supposed to. You've chosen that. So those are the benefits. Now let's see the other side. Like, what can you gain by making that change? And what does that look like? What, style, what life does that look like for you? 
Now, I mean, I'm, you know, from what I'm hearing, what you're, what you're talking about here, that's, that's kind of where you're helping people get to. And you've had a lot of experience with people in the gym to get to that goal as a, phys- as a physical manifestation. And now you're working on helping them get there through the mental and business. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So basically it's just, yeah, I've, I've been coaching for over a decade, just a different format now. It's kind of, it's kind of uh, a bizarre thing to uh, motivate someone to do something that they weren't used to doing. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, the, I always tell people like they're January 1st is right around the corner. So all the new year's resolutions are coming in. Gym memberships are about to go up, right? All this stuff. And, or, or, you know, people come up to me and they're like, Hey, I'm going to start a podcast, you know, all these different things. I'm like, look, the first two weeks are the toughest. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to go back to the gym, those first two weeks are going to suck. After day one, day two, your body is going to be in shock. It's going to hurt. But success is on the other side of that uncomfortable. You got to get through that uncomfortable phase to get to the point where you're starting to condition yourself. And then you're sore, but you're sore because you're focusing your attention on specific muscle groups or whatever it is. But because you're growing it's not going to be as bad as it is when you first get started. And the same thing in the podcast space. If you're ever considering doing a podcast, episode seven is that key indicator. Like if you can make it past episode seven, you got a shot. But most people don't make it to that episode seven. Working out, they don't make it through those first two weeks because the pain is too difficult and they can go back and conform to what they were doing before. Like how, do you get, how are you getting people through that little hurdle of pain? Um, in what sense? And like the business sense? Or yeah, in the business sense, in the business sense. Sorry, I should have um, been clear. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I, I, I also transitioned to, to working with entrepreneurs because they typically are driven people. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't really necessarily had too many issues in that aspect of, I mean, I, I, that's like the benchmark, like to being an entrepreneur, like being willing to do the work and being willing to put the time in. And if you're not willing to do that, then you have no right to even own a business, be in any aspect. You failed before you even started. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just, that's, that's like the, that's like the entry level benchmark to step over. And so honestly, if, if I have to do that for you and you're good, then, then one, you're probably not somebody that's going to be good for me to work with. And two, like you're not going to make it. Um, you know, that's, that's a good, I mean, what you just said right there, that's, that's a, that's a good indication for, by the way, for anybody looking for, for business coaching, when you have the ability to uh, not work with every client that comes your way to decide that, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I, I wish you the best of luck. Um, it's just, this isn't a good fit, you know, it, you know, maybe, maybe at another point in time, we can re- reevaluate where we are, but you know, thank you for your time. Like being able to do that is very difficult for a young entrepreneur because they're starving, oh, right? Yeah, There's the, every deal looks like that's, that's dinner on the table right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. that to, to me, that what you just said right there is a maturity factor when it comes to how long have you been in business? You've already established, you've gone through that. You've probably had a couple clients in your lifetime where you're like, why the hell did I pick this guy up or this girl up? I've had to fire so many clients over the years. It's ridiculous. And like this, and it's always the one like you know in the beginning you're like you had to work really hard to get them, and then you always regret it after the fact. And it was like that I shouldn't have done that. And they bring the most stress, they bring the most problems. They they don't put the effort in, they don't show up. You know, that's like you, 
you just can't do that to yourself because then you're also setting yourself up for failure, you know, because you're trying to take on a task that's never going to be able to be accomplished. hundred percent. All right. Well, Justin, tell me a little bit about what your, what your outlook is. I mean, we, we, uh, we've been talking a lot about on our show, uh, 2020 is the year of clarity, you know, cause you got 2020 vision, right? We're going run to run a little play on that. So 2020 is the year of clarity. It's the year where you, you should be able to clearly see your vision. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've probably done this already. What do you, what do you, what does 2020 and going forward look like for, for you and your, and your company? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, basically, uh, for me, I'm just focusing on a little bit more on uh, developing uh, my one-on-one aspect a little bit more. And uh, by the end of the year, I'm actually looking to transition to build, uh, creating my own uh, mastermind and uh, building more of a, like an online community uh, to kind of, cause like my biggest thing, like when I started out, it wasn't that I always necessarily wanted somebody to give me all the answers. I just, I wanted to be able to talk to somebody that just understood what I was going through mm. and be a sounding board for me and kind of help me pull the answers out that I, yes. I have with it. Because I mean, ultimately it is your journey. It's your path. It's your vision. Nobody can tell you otherwise. So, but sometimes you just need a little help with getting out what you already know what's in you. Yeah. And yeah. Like it kind of like looking at it as like a beat, like a big brother type of mentality. And that's kind of like what I, I'm looking like to be for other like entrepreneurs is that that type of role model and that type of like, I kind of mentor in their life to be somebody to be able to just openly talk and not be judged and to be understood on what it is that you're struggling with, what are you feeling? And, and also the, like your excitement and your wins too, because like people outside of that space, that's one thing I, especially when you first start in the business, you typically don't have a lot of people surrounding you that are like-minded that understand why you're doing this and what you're trying to do. And it could usually, obviously it's family, friends, like just immediate people that you've been around. And typically they don't like get that entrepreneur mindset. So it can be very lonely and very frustrating, uh, especially in those early years until you finally start branching out and, and being able to meet other people either in your industry or other industries. And so like, that's what I'm looking to start building is like that type of platform um, to be able to like have that, like that, that, that person there for that, like to be able to help that person nurture and push them on their vision and their journey, but not like taint it in that sense. Cause I think a lot of coaches out there try to like force their methodology and, and their strategies thinking that that's the best way and the only way to try to like help somebody. And I, I don't agree with that. I think a good coach is somebody who's there to listen and really understand where that person's at and where they want to be. And like I said, just bring the answers out of that person you know, because it, you have the answers, you, you know what you want to do. And like, if you try to like live somebody else's life based on their successes, it's, it's not going to be where you want to go because I, I've had coaches uh, where we didn't end up lining morally or values like, and it was a very, it was a very frustrating experience because it's like, okay, well, they've had the success. They've been doing this. They're like, why is it not working for me? Mm-hmm. And it, because it, it wasn't what was right for me. 
and I knew what was right for me. And it was kind of like you almost lose your own way. You almost lose who you are because you're being so influenced by so many different people pushing what they think is right on you. Right. You know, that's a, that's a great uh, a connection. I, I was just, in my mind, I'm thinking of uh, parents, for example. Parents are those first coaches that you get. And you have some parents that are going to help that child develop the skills that they have and, and help push them in the direction that they want to go in and be there to support them. But then you have some other parents who are like trying to live vicariously through their kids and do make their kids do things that they didn't get to achieve when they were younger, things that they want to do. And the kids end up resenting them for, for doing that. Sometimes you have a kid that's just like you and that works out perfect and great and grand. But every once in a while you get those kids that are like, dad, I don't want to be like you or mom, I don't want to be like you. I want, I have my own dreams, my life, my ambitions, my aspirations. And, and there's that disconnect sometimes between, uh, you know, the, the, quote unquote coach, which is your parents and what you want to do in life. And so people go through that all the time with, with coaching, with, with other people trying to tell them what to do. You were talking a little bit about vision and, and sharing that with, with, you know, your closest circle, your friends and family. And I always, I always caution young entrepreneurs. I'm like, keep a journal, like write down all your ideas and your thoughts and your dreams and whatever it is that you want to do, have a journal there because what's going to happen is you're going to be passionate about an idea. Something's going to pop into your head and you're going to be like, this is awesome. I, I got to tell somebody. And you're going to go and tell the person you love the most, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your parents, whatever it is, you're going to go home and tell them. And they're going to look you square in the face and tell you you're crazy or you're an idiot or they're going to shut down your idea. And they're not doing it to hurt you. They're doing it from a place of love because they, they can't see the vision that you see. And so if you write down your stuff in your journal, you can always come back to it and get re-energized and, and elaborate or expand or whatever, but be prepared to, to, you know, walk the line, walk that journey alone. Um, as far as, you know, your, your inner circle, because they don't see the vision that you see. If they could see what you see, the vision, the, the, the foresight that you have, then you can have them buy in. But that's a skill set in and of its own. That's a sales skill, right? Let me show you exactly all the value and benefits that I'm going to bring to the table. Once you've understood, once you've had that epiphany that, yes, that's going to help me, now, now that person's going to buy in, whether it's giving you money or supporting you on, on whatever your path journey is going to be. But it's the same type of process. And that's how we got our wives to marry us, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sold them on something. Yeah, I, believe, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, man. All right, well, Justin, uh, do me a favor. Tell people how to get a hold of you. Um, the best way, I mean, I'm very engaging on uh, social media, so Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram, Justin.Hanover, uh, Facebook, uh, Justin Hanover. And I mean, feel free to reach out to me, message me. I'm happy to get in touch. Uh, I also do have... Uh, on my profile, like a, a link to a free quiz that they can take uh, that basically walks you through like different areas that you could be lacking in, in your life, whether it be like in your business uh, health uh, relationships. And I'm going to send you a personal video for me, like kind of going over what your results were and action steps that you can take moving forward to correct those areas in your life. So you actually have something tangible uh, to be able to start acting on. And Dang. That's cool, man. You do a quiz. I like that. Like I'm, I'm building funnels and stuff. So that just gave me an idea for a, for a hook. Like, <laughs> do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Take this quiz. Like yeah. I already know right off the bat, like this person's interested. That's awesome, dude. I love that. Yeah. No, That's absolutely. some great stuff. Hey man, thank you for taking the time to come out here. I know it's uh, you're, you're three hours ahead of me. So you're, you're heading into uh, the 8 PM marker. So appreciate you coming on the show. 
No, absolutely. I'm, I'm truly honored to be on. Thank you, my man. And if, uh, ladies and gents, if you guys have any questions for Justin, it was uh, justin.hanover on Instagram, right? At justin.hanover and Justin Hanover on Facebook. He does a lot of the stuff uh, via internet, so you don't have to be in the same place. He's in Connecticut. We're in San Diego, but it's okay. We got an audience in Florida too. So, you know, whatever works, if you need a little bit of help, if, if uh, Justin connected with you, if his story makes sense to you, hit him up. All right, man. Thank you very much. Facebook, we love you. We're going to stop the stream now. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at cusfirst.com right now. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.